This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We're marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 228. You could purchase our t-shirt if you'd like on ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. I am Brandon. You could follow me if you'd like at BTTG161 on Twitter. Did I already say that you could follow me on Twitter? Anyway, I'm also here with Dave. You can follow him, if you'd like, on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing excellent. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing awesome as always. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's kick this show off. I don't know why I find the thing so funny, but whatever. How was your week? Uh, it, was, it was fine. It was nice. And your week was nice and fine it, as well? It was fine. It was nice. Yeah, did you do anything fun this past weekend or anything? Nope. Nothing at all? Nope. You just you? sat inside? Yeah. It was a did beautiful you? weekend. No, well, no. it was actually, I think it rained on the weekend. But yeah, I went I went mini-golfing, lost horribly. I don't know what happened there. I'm normally decent mini-golf, but I guess sometimes you don't. Sometimes yes. you win, sometimes you lose. Uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, and on Saturday it crumbled hard. But let's uh, kick this episode off with some fan input, I'll say. Or no, not even really input, a question from Frank. Since summer will be here soon, what is your favorite thing to do in the summer? Uh, yes, summer will be here Sunday. Do you have any uh, favorite summer um treats or hobbies or anything i try to get to the beach as much as possible get outside uh i don't know i like going to the beach or going to well up here i'm going to the lake um i haven't been hiking i really want to go hiking a lot more this summer you've been to the lake there before yeah lake george and then uh oh you're on lake george no uh it's like 40 minutes away so all that you've been there once you since you've been up there yeah Nope. I feel like I haven't been there in like years. Maybe literally, maybe like 20 years. Nah, it's fun, touristy, but uh, I don't know. Just really barbecues, hanging out. What about you? Um, it's a, you know, summer's not really the best season for me, being, being the weight class I am, <laughs> having the hair I have, but... That's, why That's by I, choice. By yeah, choice. well, no, I mean, yes, it's by choice. I, I prefer winter, I guess, or, or fall. It's, it's cool, it's chill, spring is chill. Not so hot, not so cold, but on a nice warm summer day, I don't mind sitting in my backyard blasting some Beach Boys. I think yeah, they're probably the ultimate uh, American band. The um, ultimate summer experience would be the Beach Boys. I don't know, I'd go with Beach Boys or Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney for me is summer music. Yeah, and Beach Boys isn't. No, it is. But if I'm listening, if I'm driving down the down the block or something like that, um, <laughs> you uh, drive down the block and just turn on one song. No, I I 
prefer Kenny Chesney. If you were going to sit outside and listen to music, you don't think you'd want to just sit there, chill? I almost said chillax, not really a word. I, mean, I listen to this radio station on iHeartRadio where it plays uh, Bob Marley, Beach Boys, Kenny Chesney. It's like such a random mix of reggae, country, and oldies, but I, I enjoy it. And uh, I guess like more recent pop stuff, um, but it's nice. I like it. Yeah. Other than that, I guess, uh, like you said, grilling. Grilling's fun. You get to grill up some hamburgers. Some, Maybe we'll some see steak. Cooking with Brandon uh, 7. It's episode 4. Uh, who's counted? I mean, I am. I thought you had a lost episode. The lost episode came about... I don't even think anybody understood that, so... Oh. Uh, yeah, it was more like a... Gotcha. But then again, I never really got much feedback on any of the Cooking with Brandons. I never went viral. Not that I expected to. Yeah, uh, but you did. Other people expected me to, but not me. I never. I knew I would never amount to anything viral. Yeah, well, what's everyone else doing for summer? Uh, tweet us, leave us a comment, let us know what you guys are up to. Yeah, you guys Any like... good concerts, good beaches, oh, well, good wrestling, wrestling events. I got, I got tons of concerts coming up. Yeah. But uh, you'll hear all about that. <laughs> yeah, so we tied for the pay-per-view. That's, that's this pay-per-view, I saw a lot of mixed reactions. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said that they absolutely hated this pay-per-view. I, I missed it because I went to a concert and I came home immediately. I watched it and I thought overall it was decent. I mean, I, I, not... I, I saw the same reviews you did. Um, a lot of people disappointed with the winner of the money in the bank. And then, I mean, really the standout of the event was that Owen Cena again. Right. And people were very uh, confused and upset with the end of Ambrose Rollins. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. But, we had yeah. We had the, the pre-show kickoff. Uh, we had R-Truth picked up a victory against King Barrett. Unfortunately. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Uh, then going into the actual... Uh, Money in the Bank. The actual Money in the Bank pay-per-view taking place at the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. By the way, I feel like R-Truth got a cheap cheap win, kind of. Not really a cheap win, but, you know, yeah. I guess <coughs> maybe you would say a cheap win. It was. The, yeah, it was like a, the crucifix pin, but... I mean, you never expect to win off of a quick 1-2-3 pin like that. Following that, they... Uh kicked off the pay-per-view with a very touching tribute to Dusty Rhodes. Uh, they had everybody at come out for that, uh, clear locker room for that, and show their respect. Yeah, they and did. I thought it was, very, uh, it was the, very good. They did the 10-bell salute, and everyone was there. And then afterwards, they played Dusty Rhodes' theme song, and everybody clapped along and danced to it. It, yeah. was, it was nice. But... Uh, with the actual pay-per-view itself, they kicked it off with the WWE Championship or the contract match for the Money in the Bank, the Money in the Bank contract for the WWE Championship match. Ooh. Yeah, uh, Sheamus picked up the victory here. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not annoyed that he won or anything like that. I'm a, I'm a Sheamus fan. I I mean, out of everybody in the match, I mean. I would have been fine with anybody winning except for Randy Orton. 
I mean, and yeah, yeah, just really ready Orton. Like I said, I'm happy that Orton. It couldn't be Orton. That's all I said last week. It absolutely cannot be Randy Orton. So I'm happy, except for the fact that Sheamus and Orton are now in the program together, it seems. Yeah. And a lot of people were annoyed with it. They didn't understand why Money of the Bank was the first opening match, was the opening match and stuff. But that's how it's always been. Yeah, I mean, what else? Money of the Bank is always match number one or match number two. Especially when you have... Uh, main event for a championship. Yeah. But in this case, um, I mean, Sheamus, I, I really, I didn't expect, I really didn't expect Sheamus to win. I'm happy you did. But if you look at everybody else, did you expect Ziggler? No. Kofi Kingston was a long shot. He was my choice. Because of the July 4th show that's taking place, conspiracy theory. Yeah, but, but I mean, it, overall, it was a good It was a good match. Of course, it's not living up to the status of the money in the banks that they used to put on at WrestleMania yeah. and stuff like that. But look at the change of pace. I would say it was a decent match. Yeah. It wasn't like the greatest money in the bank match ever. No, Dur- I mean. During it. Uh, it was in it. Yeah, right. I mean, not not. I mean, four of them are good, but Kane, Reigns, Orton. What? I mean, well, what do you mean, Kane not, Reigns? What does that mean? Well, they're not. I mean, yeah, Kane's been in uh, Money in the Banks before. I've never really been a big fan of him. The Money in the Banks, but he's, he's won Money in the Bank. Before. Yeah, but why Reigns? Why? Well, I mean, Money in the Bank. I want to see more high flyers. I want to see people like Shelton Benjamin, like Y2J, like Jomo, people like that. Like I, I like the older. Uh, once. Well, uh, but um, Roman Reigns was climbing his way up to the top of the ladder, almost got the briefcase, lights go out, Bray Wyatt appears, boom, Sister Abigail takes him out. And uh, Very su- uh, shocking surprise to see that. Yeah, and that led Sheamus, climbed up the ladder, Neville was up there with him, Sheamus just like, woof, almost like blew Neville off the ladder. Just, I, didn't, I thought there was going to be more to that ending. There wasn't. Sheamus just reached up, got the briefcase, and there we have a new Money in the Bank winner, which I think yeah, I'm like I'm fine with it, but I think it's the most boring winner since Randy Orton won, and yeah. previously was before Randy Orton was John Cena. But there's I don't like, know. I'm there's, still, I'm, I have no. I like. I don't mind Sheamus holding the uh, briefcase, but there's really I mean, nothing there's, exciting to come from that. No, but I mean, I'm not. Uh, I kind of hope that the Money in the Bank briefcase would be an open contract, though, to whatever title you Yeah, but why would you not want the WWE Championship? Well, I mean, people have had opportunities and went elsewhere when they've had free open contracts or they had their pickings of if they want to go for this title or that one, they'll go for a little bit lesser one. Nobody would ever do that. Next match, Nikki uh, defended successfully her Divas Championship against Paige. Uh, we both predicted that one correctly. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, Bree came out from under the ring, dressed up like Nikki. Paige rolled her, well, actually, Bree rolled Paige up. Ni- uh, not Nikki. Paige, what did I say? Bree rolled. I have no clue what you're Brie, saying. Bree Bella rolled Paige up. Paige reversed it. One, two, three. 
Then pay, uh, Brie takes out her, her chest, lowers her shorts to show she's got tattoos to show that she's Bre- uh, Brie Bella. She's breast. <laughs> Everything, yeah. But uh, the referee then was like, oh, nope, you didn't win, Paige. Match continues. For whatever reason, the match continues, even though Brie Bella put her hands on Paige. And yeah, the referee she, she, she saw did. that Brie put her hands on Paige. I mean, you could have went with the DQ and title doesn't change still. Right. So then Nikki got into the ring and boom, boom, rack attack win. The next up, you had the match that was very disappointing and uh, the I match that a lot of people were annoyed with. I wasn't disappointed with this though. Uh, Big Show defeating uh, Ryback, the IC champion, by DQ. So no title change. I, I felt it was dumb that they had the back to back win victories the way they did with Nikki and Big Show. But I was I'm fine with Miz running in and hitting Big Show. I, I don't need to I'm just I don't know, just the match in general. I was completely uh, fine with it. I don't know what um I you had um what some would consider another match of the year candidate as John Cena uh picked up that victory the uh evening this series. John Cena defeated Kevin Owens. Which is so no stupid. on the line. So stupid for me to have picked Kevin Owens. When I knew in my head, why would they do one, Kevin Owens wins one, Kevin Owens wins two. Instead well, of- that's why, that's what I, I honestly, I wanted to see that because I wanted to see them change it. Because that's something that you would never, as you just said, you said you, right. why would, you, you're stupid for picking it because why would they do back-to-back victories for Owens? But figuring that he just he's making a huge impact in the WWE and everything right now, I feel like that would have been a complete a complete swerve for a lot of people, and I feel like Owens winning back to back would be fine. Yeah, I, I mean it would have been. Although uh, this this loss to John Cena really didn't hurt him at all. This, this match was incredible. Yeah, and he. Did damage after post match. Yeah, power bombed John Cena just like he did to Sami Zayn, and uh, took Cena out. Yeah. Up next, we saw the WWE Tag Team Championships on the line. Primetime players picked up the victory against Big E, Justin, and Xavier Woods, which Sorry, we didn't even say. We didn't even say that during the Money in the Bank match. New Day ran out to try and help Kofi Kingston win. Which I thought was awesome. I wish our truth would have ran down, given his promo on. Yeah, last I don't. Monday. I don't understand. I don't understand why our truth didn't get involved in this. Even just like if he, even if he came out like at the start of the match, as if he was doing his actual entrance, and then be like, have the referee be like, "No, dude, you're not in this match." Like I would have uh, liked to see seen something from him. I mean, in my head, what I would have marked out for would have been super goofy. But if our truth ran down while everyone else was down, ran up the ladder, got the briefcase, and the ref's like, no, 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 you're not in this match. And, like, re, re-hung up the briefcase and everything. Yeah, that, that's, that's my mark, then. But, but primetime players picked up that victory. I mean, big whoop, honestly. I don't... I don't Who, what do you mean, big whoop? You were so happy about this. No, I wasn't. I wanted You were happy primetime... Players won. No, I want New Day to win. Nah. Why would I not want New Day to win? There's no, like, they gave us, they didn't explain to us why Darren Young and Titus O'Neil ever got back together 
And then all of a sudden, they just have this giant push. Cool. Look at this. Primetime players. Boom. Well, he said, he said exactly why, though. Last, uh, I think it was the last episode, the one before that, where we pretty much we predicted saying that we wouldn't be surprised if they got a, uh, a huge push or a championship or whatever because the month that we're in, right. with it being Pride Month. And WWE knows how to cash in on and exploit uh, situations. And, yeah, I feel like that's a big factor to it. Well, you never know. We won't know. We're just fans that talk about wrestling. How's that saying go? I don't know. <laughs> we're just three fans that don't know anything. Yeah, we're not in the locker room. We're not nor do we want to be. Nor are we on the creative staff. But, I mean, I guess we'll never be. But moving on from that, we had the WWE Championship on the line in a ladder match. Seth Rollins picked up the victory against Dean Ambrose in the dumbest way. Yeah, and a lot of people were complaining about this match, too. About It was pretty much the entire first half of the match was slow. And the, the it match was like really, a dead pace. The match was a, really slow. Yeah, it didn't pick up right till uh, towards the end. <laughs> I so I saw people say that they fell asleep during it. Yeah, exactly. I I fell asleep during it, and I had to go back and rewatch it. But so you still think that it was a fine pay per view? I thought the pay per view was fine. I, I really. But I mean, why, I, should, why should why should a customer fall asleep during the main event? I mean, I fell asleep. It was well, fan. like three a.m. by the time I got to it. But, I mean, in general, I, I feel like I, I would still give the pay-per-view maybe a C. Uh, I would give it maybe a B, B minus, maybe. Mm, I'll go and C. I don't think so. I don't, I really, there, it was definitely a better pay-per-view than a C. But the reason why I had the problem with Ambrose and Rollins was the fact that they're both on the top of the ladder. They both have the championship in their hands. They both fall off the ladder. They both have the championship in their hands. Ambrose lets go. They're both on the mat with the championship in their hands. Somehow, Rollins won fair and square. Well, we've seen that happen with, uh, I think, Alberto Del Rio and someone else for the championship in the ladder match. Uh, they had a similar... Uh, Thing happened where they both were holding on to it. Someone let go, and I think Del Rio won. I just that so, to me it's very X Division ish too. Yeah, very TNA ish. I really, uh, I really did not like that ending. Uh, that was the that was Money in the Bank pay per view. All right, so let's Thank, talk about some. Wait, thankfully, I have to say the next one is not until um, July nineteenth, so like a month away from now. Yeah, I'd rather go like two, like a month and a half until another pay-per-view. I mean, if you look at it, though, we had a pay-per-view two weeks ago. Before that, oh, actually, before that, we had the NXT stuff. Before that, same week, we had Payback. And then we had King of the Ring. It's like over, over, and over again for the past like two months since, or two months, maybe three months since, yeah, since like I, since April, since, I feel like with so many pay per views, you don't you're not letting storylines really go long distances and play out. Yeah, since since uh, Extreme Rules, we had like pay per view, 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 
Finally, we get five weeks in between the pay-per-views instead of two. Nah. Hopefully, there's a lot more of those instead of two week, two week, two weeks. So, all right, so let's talk about Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which kicked off. They replayed the 10 Bell Salute from Money in the Bank for Dusty Rhodes. Uh, that was nice. And uh, then the actual show kicked off. They had Seth Rollins came out. Spoke about his victory at Money in the Bank, as one would. And he thanked all the people that helped him get to where he is today. He took out a list of 1,004 names. Can you guess? Can you name the list? Number Arbar. one. Oh, well, close enough, though. Number one, Seth Rollins. Number two, Seth Rollins. Number three, Seth Rollins. Number 1,004, Seth Rollins. Except I'm making the 1,004 joke. He didn't make the joke, but... I thought it was funny at the time. One might laugh if they thought it was funny as well. I guess somebody's not in the laughing mood. Well, no, you said the joke five minutes ago. Did I? Yeah. When did I say the joke? When we started with Raw. I mean, you're talking about a joke that you already said or maybe a minute ago, two minutes ago. You can't relive the past. Oh, people relive the past. So, Seth Rollins, yeah. yeah. He put down Cleveland, said that he's what a real champion looks like. He called out Johnny Football, whatever his last name is. Was it Manziel or something? Manziel. Manziel, and he called out LeBron. Of course, clearly Seth Rollins was correct because LeBron didn't bring down a championship to Cleveland, huh? Thank right. goodness. <laughs> Why, thank goodness. I'm not, I don't like LeBron James. I think he's very cocky and arrogant. I don't yeah. like him. I mean, they have that entire thing where he says in that post uh, that post game interview, he's like, "I'm the best player in the world," and it, then you cut to Michael Jordan, like it was a splice together, and Michael Jordan there uh, post after winning the NBA championship with the Bulls, they're like, they asked, they told him, they're like, "Michael Jordan, you're the best player in the world," or something. How does it feel to be the best player in the world, or something like that? And he completely denies it and says that he has the best team in the world. So you have LeBron James, me, 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 while Michael Jordan is all about the team. So Yeah, so we have a new M- NBA champion. NBA champions, right? Yeah. Is that what you NBA would call champions. it? NBA champions. In the Golden State Warriors? Yeah. And uh, the first one in, I believe, 30 or 40 years. And I heard, so. I heard they used this video of Seth Rollins calling out Johnny Football and LeBron as their pre or during the game or something. They there played, you go. They played the video. So Seth Rollins really helped the Golden State Warriors win the championship. Good job. <laughs> uh, up next, or during that same segment, we had Dean Ambrose coming out. They brawled a bit. Rollins escaped, and Ambrose took a seat in the middle of the ring and said that he demands... Uh, Seth Rollins come out, or uh, that's it. He's not going to leave. Basically what we saw, I think CM Punk did that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... A bunch of, a lot of wrestlers have that. Yeah. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, so Ambrose refused to leave. Uh, Authority were backstage. I guess they sent out Sheamus, or Sheamus walked out on his own, and then that turned into a match where Dean Ambrose picked up the victory against Sheamus. Which is not smart. Why is it not um, so smart, though? Because he just won the money in the bank, Sheamus, so you don't want to lose so quickly. But he didn't lose in like a way that, oh my God, 
this guy is defeated. He won cheap, quick, one, two, three. Yeah, I don't like that. I uh, think that it should have been a DQ. I it mean, I'm fine. DQ or no contest. I think the DQ is equivalent to that quick one, two, three. I don't think so at all. As far as hurting a wrestler, I don't think it hurt Sheamus at all. But you said earlier that a quick one, two, three hurt Barrett with our truth. Well, that's because that's he's king of the ring. And Sheamus is money in the bank after one day. But it, so. was, it was a quick distraction. Randy Orton came out and distracted Sheamus. How's that going to okay. help? How would that not... Like, how would you go about DQing that? Then they couldn't do what they did later. Yeah. So... I don't know. All right, so continue. I liked I liked in the match though that uh, when Sheamus was doing his ten beats to the chest, Ambrose reversed that and did his own little ten beats from the outside, or not even ten, I guess. But yeah, Orton came out, and uh, after that after that match, Orton attacked Sheamus, which I guess heel tactics. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Truth getting that. Another victory over Barrett. This is what I didn't like, was the fact that it was that quick one, two, three again, because they just did that with Ambrose. Uh, very stupid. Stupid but booking. Before the match, R-Truth came out dressed in his own like king attire. He had a plunger and everything. And uh, basically mocking the king of the ring. Yeah, but... Uh... After the match, Barrett rocking our truth with that elbow. So, yeah, still uh, the king still reigns, except you just can't pick up a victory. Uh, well, he, he can pick up the victory. It's just one per month. Yeah. <laughs> up next, we saw Kevin Owens come out, cut a little promo, spoke to us, said John Cena isn't there tonight or that night, and uh, said that he'll issue his own challenge. Ziggler came out to accept the open challenge, and then Owens cut Lillian Garcia off before she could get through the whole thing. She was announcing that it was for the NXT Championship. He said, I never said it was for a championship. I just said it was an open challenge. And then uh, Kevin Owens picked up the victory and defeated Dolph Ziggler, which I would assume you might have thought this as well when... He cut Lillian Garcia off and said that it was a non-title match. Did a little part of you think Ziggler might win? Um, no, I didn't think Ziggler could win the match at all. I thought, uh, I, even thought when he, I thought that when he took the title off the line, I thought it was just a, an awesome heel tactic of Owens. I thought we were going to see it, but I guess Kevin there's Owens... No, there's no point for Ziggler to defeat him. Right, exactly. But... Uh, I mean, week after week, though, Kevin Owens has really been putting on the best matches on television and pay-per-view. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's kind of funny how we said that. Same thing about John Cena's open challenge matches where this match is good, this match is good, this match is good, and how we love John Cena's open challenges. But I feel like Kevin Owens, his open challenges are so much more refreshing because... <coughs> We don't see these things. We have. I mean, we've been literally been seeing John Cena for the past ten years. Yeah. Kevin Owens, basically brand new in WWE at least. Mm. So it's really, really refreshing to watch. And yeah, the, yeah. the match with Owens and Ziggler was great. Yeah, it was. It was very well done. Yeah. Up next, we saw Paige backstage. 
holding a locker room meeting for the Divas about the Bella Twins and how they hold the, the division back. And uh, she wanted them to side with her. The Bella Twins showed up, and they all left her alone. Yeah, I thought this did not help Paige's character or anything with Paige at all, except to show that, once again, the Bella Twins are heel. They are heel, and I guess everyone in the locker room is scared of them or something, or supports them. I don't know. I don't get it. Helped Paige's character in what way, though? No, it, was, it didn't at no, all. No, but I'm saying it didn't, didn't help it in what way. Because she's not able to get any of the, their support or anything like that. And I'm just not a fan of any of this at all. I'm going to try and change your mind a little later on. Mm. Up next, right. up next, we saw Kane defeat Randy Orton in a no-holds-barred match, which I guess Kane made that ruling during the match when Sheamus came out to kind of distract Randy Orton. But uh, Sheamus got in the ring to attack and hit him with a bro kick, and and Kane won. So there's, there's the trade-off there from earlier in the night. That's why... I don't think that cheap victory was so bad, but uh, I, I I still don't want to be sitting through a Sheamus versus Randy Orton feud. Yeah, I yeah. Next up, you had the Miz taking on the Big Show, picked up the victory by count out. Yeah, Ryback was on commentary here, and I really I enjoyed this. Although, I mean, did I enjoy it? I feel like a lot of the match here was like was Miz being chased by Big Show. And, I mean, what? that's whatever. But then Big Show ended up throwing Miz into Ryback. Ryback got pissed, stood up, got into Big Show's face, and Miz snuck his way into the ring. Ten. Ding, ding, ding. Miz wins. Big Show gets counted out. I thought that was a, 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 a more, I don't want to say refreshing again, but a more refreshing way to uh, to. I was going to say win via countout. So. Uh, I'm not a fan of this, this storyline either. But, I mean, I, it's whatever. I, do we both want Big Show to be on television? No, we don't. No. So, up next we saw Roman Reigns came out to uh, challenge Bray Wyatt. Said he didn't want to wait till Battleground. Bray Wyatt appeared on the screen. And uh, at the end he held up that picture of Roman Reigns with his daughter. So, it kind of seems like they're going in that angle where Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero went with yeah. uh, Rey Mysterio's child, his son. Yeah, rehashing it. So, I mean, it works. It's 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 worked in the past. With it's not Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio weren't the first. I got no interest. Well, I I mean, I, I yeah, no interest. Uh, it's somewhat interesting. None of this is interesting to me besides Kevin Owens and Neville. And so. speaking of so, up next we saw the Bella Twins defeating Paige in a two-on-one handicap match. Um, I, I, I did like the ending of this where Paige tossed Bree into Nikki and Nikki flew off the, the apron. Then uh, Paige hit Bree with the rampage. That's when I thought. I mean, I'm sure everybody else thought it was gonna be one, two, three. Boom! Nikki broke up the pin. She got tagged in. Hit that forearm, rack attack, 
win. Which I tweeted out during Raw Rack Attack. She should definitely be wearing knee pads, shouldn't she? Didn't she have a messed up knee or something? A shin injury or something? Uh, I don't know. Shouldn't she be very careful with that? No clue. She's, she may be all healed up. Yeah, but even still, like if if you if you were the one doing that, I probably wouldn't do that move. Can't you hurt? You could really hurt your knees that way, huh? I don't know. Next up, you had uh, MGK. Uh, what is that? Motor City Machine Guns. What's his name? Machine Gun Kelly had a little concert, and uh, luckily, unfortunately, it wasn't during the concert. It was until after the concert that Kevin Owens came out, and. Uh, Machine Gun went to handshake, Kevin Owens refusing, Machine Gun getting a little bit too pushy, and then facing the consequences of eating a powerbomb off of the stage. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a really cool moment. It got a lot of talk, so it did exactly what it was supposed to do. The whole internet was complaining, oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, blah, 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 this sucks. Why can't somebody come out here and just hit him? And then I guess they got their wish. I... Yeah, but it should have happened during the concert. I didn't think it sucked, but whatever. I don't know, I'm not a fan of this this guy. I mean, I'm not a huge Machine Gun Kelly fan. But yeah, you are. You saw him in concert. You tweeted to him and no, in the picture. You're like, hey, I saw you live. I'm going to see you on Raw, not, on not, TV. I can't wait. No, I didn't go to see him, though. I went and saw Limp Bizkit. He yeah. just happened to be opening, which I thought was cool, because I have fond memories of WrestleMania 28 weekend. So... He, he performed at WrestleMania 28, so it was nice. Up next, we saw Neville teaming with the primetime players to defeat New Day. Okay, so you, don't, you can't expect me to do it if I expect you to do it and you don't do it. Oh, so. New Day. Which I thought this was a standard match. Uh, the crowd, I thought, was super hot for Neville, rightfully so. Yeah, good end of the match. I, I kind of I like how Titus O'Neil throws his opponent, especially when he threw, I think it was Kofi. But it looks so reckless at times, where he just throw, like just uh, throws him from the fall away. Right. It just looks very I, – I like cringe a little bit just because it's so reckless. Like you really don't know how the person is going to need to land. So. Yeah. But, yeah, as you said uh... – well, actually, you didn't really say it, but the ending yeah. was good. Darren Young came in, tagged himself in, or got tagged in, hit that gut check, tagged in Neville, Neville hit the red arrow, boom, bang, boom. Then we had the end of Monday Night Raw. The authority came out to make their announcement to say who will be Seth Rollins' next, oppo uh, next opponent. Rollins came out, blah, blah, blah. Didn't see this one coming. Brock Lesnar, Paul Haven. Rollins backed out and left. Yeah, so we're going to be getting uh, Rollins versus Lesnar. Which is, I mean, I mean, I didn't, I 100% expected Lesnar to be there. Did I think Brock Lesnar was going to be wrestling at a pay-per-view that wasn't SummerSlam? No, I didn't expect that. So Brock Lesnar is wrestling on some battleground pay-per-view that means nothing. It's a nothing pay-per-view. Yeah. Should be good. Moving on to SmackDown. Sheamus opened up the show to speak about Money in the Bank. And he said basically that he could defeat anybody. 
And anyone that's in his way, like Randy Orton, he can defeat the Authority, he can defeat Brock Lesnar. Dean Ambrose came out and said that he already defeated Sheamus on Monday Night Raw and said if it wasn't for Bray Wyatt, Roman Reigns would have been standing there at the briefcase instead of Sheamus. And they went to fight. Kane came out, made a handicap match that led right into Kane and, and Sheamus defeating Rand, uh, Dean Ambrose via disqualification uh, because Roman Reigns came out during the match and took out Kane and Sheamus. As one would do, I guess, huh? Yeah. Uh, next up, you had uh, Brie Bella defeating Paige, picking up the victory. Yeah, Brie faked an injury here. when And when the referee was turned away, Alicia Fox came out of nowhere and tossed Paige off the top rope. And yeah, so the locker room kind of turning on Paige ever since she spoke up. Here's where I'm going to try to convince you and try and turn you because, to me, this kind of seems like they're going to go into like a main roster versus maybe hopefully bring up some NXT women. Some I, sort of like, I'll side with Paige. Screw that. Screw these these divas. I'm going to side with Paige. I don't see that. If nobody else is siding with Paige and now everybody's getting involved and Alicia Fox, boom, throws Paige off the top rope, gets a Bella shirt afterwards to put it on, and sides with the Bella Twins, it's going to be the locker room versus Paige, and nobody's going to step up except for the NXT people. That has I to don't be. Know. How do you, like, you wouldn't be excited to see that if it did? No. Not know. anymore. I don't care anymore, dude. I don't know, man. I think you would. No, I didn't care about Sammy's. I, I didn't care about all these call-ups. You know I'm not going to care. I don't know. Uh, next up, you had a promo from Kevin Owens. Yeah, he spoke to Renee Young backstage and uh, said that he wouldn't have done what he did if Machine Gun Kelly didn't put his hands on him first. And then he blamed John Cena for not being there. Because As he should. Gun, yeah, Machine Gun Kelly is John Cena's boy. Which yeah. I think it's stupid that every time we see him, he's always like, oh, Cena, Cena, Cena. Like, who is he, Hulk Hogan all of a sudden? Yeah, Mark. <laughs> but uh, Kevin Owens said that there's not going to be an open challenge. That's when Cesaro stepped in and challenged him. Uh, after that, we saw Dolph Ziggler defeat Bo Dallas. Bo cut a little promo beforehand, said that Lana left Rusev with a broken heart, this and that, rebounded in the worst way with Dolph Ziggler. I think he made a Tinder joke, swipe left or swipe right. Swipe right. And uh, then Dolph Ziggler defeated Bo Dallas, which... Uh, I think Bo Dallas should grow back the goatee, and uh, they should do something with him. Something that's just not that floating around doing nothing. No, I don't know. I see him being released at some point. It seems like that's going to happen. Uh, next up, you had Neville defeating Xavier Woods. Yeah, Kofi Kingston and Biggie Langston tried to get involved here. Primetime players ran down, made the save to uh, back up Neville. Uh, New Day also, they tried to distract Neville. Primetime players got involved. They all hit each other until it was just Neville and Woods again. Red Arrow, win. Do you, think, do you think Neville should get a new finisher or what? Why? Because, I, I mean, do you, do you mind seeing him win every single match the same exact way? Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm just getting... You don't want to add something to his arsenal so soon. 
Yeah, I guess. I'm just waiting for that reverse 450. But I guess that'll be something big, a big moment, because it's a huge move. Mm. Uh, next up, you had uh, Seth Rollins, right? Yeah, Seth Rollins cut a little promo about Brock Lesnar. And he said that he was shocked that it was Lesnar. And that the last time we saw him, he was beating up WWE employees. Which I still, that's that like a loophole right there that WWE is basically not even going to mention. And oh, all of a sudden, Michael Cole settled the lawsuit with Brock Lesnar, which was dumb in the first place. Yeah. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. And now, the number one guy, Brock Lesnar, is going with the authority. I hate that. But, whatever. Uh, Seth Rollins said that in order for him to, uh, to cement his legacy, that he has to beat Lesnar, which... If he does actually defeat Brock Lesnar, it'll be a huge accomplishment. It'll, it'll definitely be a huge match. And uh, as you just said, it's, it's going to be a huge moment in the career of Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, next up, you had Kevin Owens defeating Cesaro in what was a lot of fun to watch. Like I know I said before, I don't care about that much of WWE I'm, I like at all. But it's matches like this, like Owens versus Cesaro, that I do watch, that I do want to see, that I will watch again. I just like, wish this match was longer. I mean, this match alone was seven minutes, uh, but I, I could watch this forever. Yeah, I'm, that's why, figuring it was like seven minutes, they had a commercial break, so it was probably like four minutes that we got to see on TV. That's, I really, this match was good. I mean, Cesaro pulled out stuff that we haven't seen at least I don't remember that we've seen in a long time. Cesaro did that diving, rolling senton to the outside onto Owens. He did the, what is it, the Alpamare water slide? I don't know. The, the, where he gets I mean, him on the top. The, the, I know what you're talking about. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, it's the water slide, which I feel like, we I don't know when the last time we saw him do that. It's fantastic. And I, like I said, Kevin Owens... Yeah. Best thing on television right now, which I it's can't believe. It's just unfortunate that this wasn't the main event. Right, but I can't believe I'm saying that because I'm like. Yeah, I'm you're, normally, used to, you're used to not like Kevin Owens. Yeah, I mean, because I guess he drew out that indie indie crowd and everything. And well, I, I mean, the Ring of Honor crowd, I should say, which I, yeah, I but, hate Ring of Honor fans. But mm. I'll, I'll sit in a Ring of Honor show now. Now? <laughs> But uh, after that, we saw the main event, that being Kane and Sheamus teaming up to take on Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. Kane and Sheamus picked up the victory here. And I feel like the match went on too long. And I yeah. I feel like it was too long for the ending that it was. I, yeah. I, I did like the ending, but where Roman Reigns went to go hit Sheamus with the spear, black... Bray Wyatt's on the screen saying, I'm a little teapot, which is what they did in the Father's Day promo. That video which with uh, Roman Reigns and his daughter. And that distracted Reigns. Reigns got hit with the bro kick. One, two, three. And uh, SmackDown ended up with Bray Wyatt wishing Roman Reigns a happy Father's Day. And when the lights finally came back on, a picture of Ram Roman Reigns' daughter was in the ring. Yeah, I thought that bro kick was pretty weak, too. At yeah. the end of that match. I mean, um, what are you going to do? Yeah. Moving so. on from that, some 
exciting news, Body semi-exciting news for some people. WWE 2K, or I should just say 2K, announced the first six roster members for WWE 2K16. That being Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, Bad News Barrett, Dean Ambrose, Paige, and Finn Balor. Yeah, very surprising. Very uh, Got the entire IWC and everybody... Uh, hyped about it. Yeah. Amped. Um, it's weird that they chose to announce Bad News Barrett. Why? That's just like, that's an out there one for me. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Why Like, why would you not choose to say I mean, I, Roman Reigns? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, we, we've seen some NXT talent, some uh, indie stars doing some motion capture for this. I know we saw Matt Seidel doing some uh huh. So this game, hopefully, it's gonna be good. I don't think I'll buy it. I really don't. I don't have any space on my PlayStation Three anymore, and I don't want to buy a PS Four because I think that's a waste of money. So, yeah. Um. So you want to go into Tough Enough, or yeah. you want to take a break? Yeah, let's go into Tough Enough. All right. So Tough Enough, they have the finale. Uh, the the finalist. The final 13 were announced. Yeah. And uh, on Tuesday, they had the whole the whole Tough Enough Network exclusive competition thing. Um, it sucked that Big O didn't make it. Would have yeah. liked to see that. And it sucks that, what's his name, Mike Hayes took himself out of competition. Did he give any reasoning for that? Well, he was, at first he took himself out and... His, um, what is it, where his kneecap would be was like all bloodied and everything. Oh, from so all just the workouts and stuff. Yeah, so, and then like he like sat through training and then went back in the ring. He's like, I can't, like, this would be stupid if I left. Went yeah. and did it again and, uh, then pulled himself out as they were announcing who the finalists were. Yeah. And, uh, what is his name? Canyon, Canyon Seaman? Whatever he does there, he went up to him. They showed us on a WWE exclusive on YouTube and offered him. He said, anytime you want a tryout, come here and we're going to, which was. And we're good for our work. Yeah. Which we know that. Looked like one of the worst scripted segments ever. Yeah. You know, nothing's going to happen with it. Maybe, maybe not. He, he, He really did look promising in the Tough Enough video. So hopefully he can work through things and something. I don't know. All right, so we have the finalists. Uh, they are Hank Avery Jr. Yeah, these names are going to get us, like, we're not going to be able to pronounce them. But we have Daria Bur- Burinato. This is going to be awful. I swear to God, this is awful. I don't even know. Oh, uh, we have Deanna Dalgren. We got Zaramiah Lupe, or Loop, whatever. Zizi, he's the rest of the, the Gator wrestler. We have Gabby Gastrovici. Georgia Piscina. We have Joshua uh, Joshua Bredel. We have Mata Abdelhamid. Patrick Clark Jr. Did you say Gabby Castro Vinci? No. Oh uh, yeah, oh, yeah, you I did. did. You said yeah, Patrick I... Clark Jr. Yep, Sarah Lee. <laughs> we should just whatever. Alexander Frecky. Tanner Saracino. This would be difficult, man. I'm not and good with Italian last, last but names. not least. Amanda Sacamano. 
Oh, we could just I go. Said that one, oh, I did you? I have no idea. We should just go by first names. Yeah. Zamaria, Zizi, Luke. I already said that. He's the Gator oh. wrestler. Oh. All right, which, so that we said everyone. Which he he was uh, there was one of the one of the divas also or one of the women were um supposed to be on it and then weren't and one of these women were a replacement just like mm-hmm. ZZ was. I don't know. I watched a video of Daria Berenado. Uh Berenado. I watched a video of her in one of her UFC fights or I don't know, maybe it wasn't UFC, but I saw her I watched her fight. She's pretty nasty. I would not talk back to her at all. She's gonna if someone says something wrong to her in the uh uh at the house or whatever they call it now, oh, they, what did they are gonna get say? messed up. They referred to it as something too, I forgot. The the night nightmare zone or something? No, I didn't see uh, that. Oh, that's something else? Oh. But hopefully she doesn't turn into a Daniel Pewter. Yeah. Hopefully she's not no too one cocky. Likes, no one likes Daniel uh, Pewter. Um, and Tough Enough airs this coming Tuesday, Tuesday. the June 23rd on yeah, USA Network, 8 p.m. All right, make the call. Make the call. That's Ooh. difficult. There's yeah. two winners of this. There's a woman one. and a man. All right, so pick the male. I don't remember what that guy's name was. I, I See, I wish I had pictures in front of me. Yeah, I do. I'm going to... What's, the, what's the, the tall guy with the beard? Tall guy with the beard? Yeah. Tanner Saracino? I'm gonna, I think. If, if it's him, then I'm going with him. And yeah. uh, I'm kind of going back and forth with Patrick, uh, Patrick Clark Jr. and Joshua Brettel, the football know. player. Yeah. I'd like to see ZZ make it. He was damn entertaining to listen uh, to, but I'm I mean, he's, he's definitely he's not in shape to be a pro wrestler yet, but. Like yeah. you said, he's willing to give it his all, and it'd be—I mean, it would be Marky and years from now, but which doesn't really work for the, the whole storyline. But him and Bray Wyatt doing something together would be cool. But yeah, it but, should be fun. It should be fun to watch. And then, um, and then after uh, Tough Enough is over, they have Tough Talk. They announced Miz will be hosting it live on the WWE Network. I can't think of one person who would tune into that. I guess they want to capitalize it, capitalize on it. Like, uh, uh, what's that show that everybody watches? I don't know. The one with the zombies, I think. Walking Dead. Yeah. Then they have that. What is it? The, Talking uh, Dead. Yeah, they have Talking Dead. I feel like that's what they're trying to cap capitalize on. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. Uh, go check all of them out. And yeah, if you don't like them, tweet them. <laughs> tell them why you tell <laughs> you them don't that you don't like them. them. Yeah, sure. Um, so that is all the talk WWE sports entertainment that we have at the current time. We'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is the Big O, and I'm marking out for marking out. And if you can't handle that heat, then get the hell out of our ozone. Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 228. Time to go over some independent wrestling news or independent wrestling in general. Um, JCW had a huge show at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey this past Saturday. Yeah, if you were not there, you definitely missed out. Saw some videos posted online. We definitely did miss out. Very cool. Huh? We definitely did miss out. 
Yeah, there was def, uh, there was a video that was posted, a little a short documentary following around everything that was going taking place that day, and it's very cool. It's and I definitely suggest everyone check it out. I have to watch that still. Um, yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. We post we posted it, shared it on our YouTube account, and you can go follow the creator Giancarlo at yeah Giancarlo on Twitter. Um. All right, so JCW took place, huge turnout. They actually did their uh, event at the Batman stunt show. I know you marked for that. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. I've still, I've yet to be gone to Six Flags. That was an awful sentence, but I've yet to ever be at Six Flags Great Adventure. I've been to the animal part. We did uh, the safari so maybe we'll once. go when I get home. I don't even need to go to Six Flags. All right. Adventureland, though? I got to get a no, book. I got to get a picture not. book there. I just got to get a picture book. That's it. That's all I got to go. No. Uh, need, no rides or anything. So you had Brian Myers, the Prince of Queens, defeating Dangerous Danny Doring. That's right, the ECW original. Which I think Brian said it was 10 years since they last wrestled. Which that's wow. that's crazy. But yeah. I mean, when would they cross paths? Brian's been in WWE, so. NYWC, probably. Actually, um, no, yeah. yeah we I watched think, their match. Yeah. Danny did, Dorian and Amish Roadkill versus Wait, Matt where did you watch Ryan. that? Oh, uh, you watched it. Okay, right. We both yeah. watched it. Not together. We watched it separately. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we yeah, had... Ryan and Brian Myers versus Amish Roadkill and Danny Dorian. It was Brett Matthews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we had an open challenge for the JCW Tag Team Championships. Uh, the B-Squad... Ended up defeating the Rogues, that's Brandon Kirk and Jeff Cannonball, in a no-disqualification fight around the movie theater town. Yeah, Kyle the Beast and Monster Mac. Definitely a tough tag team. Uh, pretty much a newly formed tag team. Fairly new. Uh, even though they are the tag team champions, they formed maybe a few months ago. But you definitely don't want to cross, cross, path, cross paths with that tag team. We had... Uh, the JCW Extreme title fatal four-way match here. Uh, Pinky Sanchez picked up the victory against Arcadia, Bandito Jr., and Amazing Red. You had in the JCW Championship match, the champion Joey Janela, the bad boy himself, Joey Janela, defending against the bad boy Tamatanga of the Bullet Club. And Tamatanga picking up the victory. Uh, there was a special enforcer, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, on hand. And, yeah, he handed Tonga the championship. He said that he, uh, Tonga said he was going to be back at uh, um, New Japan Pro Wrestling with the Bullet Club. He's taking his title and he's leaving. They announced, It was a good match, too, from the bits and pieces that I did see. looked really entertaining. The crowd was fully supportive of the action. Um, and he is going to be returning to defend that championship in October. It's, so it's we'll crazy. Lose. It's crazy how huge Tama Tonga got from when I first saw him on this CMLL. Yeah. To where he is now, we're like nobody knew Tama Tonga. Uh, and I, I tweeted to him. I was like, "Dude, that was like some good stuff." And yeah. uh, let me know when you're ever going to be in America. And uh, it turns out. New Japan Pro Wrestling called, some huge signing there. There you go. What I would like to see 
be done with Joey Janela is Joey versus Jake the Snake Roberts from that, based off of that that whole um, <laughs> yeah. What is it? Porter potty incident. Yeah, I think that he has uh, Tamatanga in his sights to get that championship back once October comes around. Uh, yeah. Next, you but, had. But speaking of Jake Roberts, he announced that he uh, he is going to be wrestling now. And yeah. he, he teamed up here uh, with Sean Waltman, taking on the Players Club, and they they lost. The Players Club lost, and Jake Roberts and Sean Waltman picked up the victory there. Yeah, they had uh, Ted DiBiase on their side, though. Yeah. Uh, you had the Patriot and Hacksaw Jim Duggan with Rene Michelle defeating EYFBO um, of Team Pazuzu. <laughs> I, I wonder where, like, the craziest places these guys have ever wrestled were. Like, for WWE, huge legends like Jim Duggan and stuff like that. You should have asked him. Yeah, right. Craziest place I ever wrestled, tough guy. Right there in the Pontiac Silverdome, tough guy. I'm sure he wouldn't have said that, but... <laughs> uh, after that, we saw Nick Gage teaming up with Tommy Dreamer and Devin Storm uh, with Mick Foley by their side to defeat... Team Pazuzu. I'm sure that was also a great match. Yeah, Mick Foley got a little bit of action in there, hitting the, uh, putting, uh, getting Pinky Sanchez with Sacco, and uh, Nick uh, Nick Gage, Tommy Dreamer, Devin Storm, Foley. They played to the crowd after, and everyone was sent home happy. Uh, you could, they did announce JCW Live September 19th and 20th. That they will be at the Food Truck and Rock Carnival, which is featuring Slash, Godsmack, Stone Temple Pilots, and a ton more. So go check out JCW Wrestling. Uh, you want to go to JerseyChampionshipWrestling.com or check them out on Twitter, JCW Pro Wrestling. It's crazy how all these, like, all of a sudden, I, I, at least it feels all of a sudden to me, all these wrestling promotions popping up at these huge music festivals. Yeah, they have two CW. Uh, I know WWE announced NXT is going to be at a music festival, like you said, two CW. Yeah, it's crazy. It's smart, why not? Yeah, um, it's talk, awesome. Uh, talking about smart, uh, PWG started to announce their participants in BOLA. Uh, so far in BOLA. They have seven entrants uh, announced. It is Willow Speary, Marty Squirrel, Timothy Thatcher, Mike Bailey, Chris Hero, Biff Music, and Mark Andrews. So they never disappoint in this tournament. And looking forward to seeing who else they'll, uh, they'll announce. Yeah, ball is always an exciting thing for people. <laughs> for sure. Up next, we have MIWC taking place this Saturday at the MIWC Sportatorium, going the distance, June 20th, bell time, 7 p.m. We got matches. We got Long Island Street Fight between Matt Tremont teaming up with Flawless and Lawless to take on DJ Hyde and Milk Chocolate. You have the Premier Gods taking on the Beaver Boys. We got the Starlet Championship on the line. Brittany Savage is their champion, taking on former champion Sammy Pickles. Drew Gulak taking on Angelo Andrews. We have uh, Tyler Murphy taking on Tony Mama Luke. 
You got man. Why are we seeing you got? I hate yeah, that. I don't know. Can we like edit you all those got, out? That is so annoying. You got, man you got, of, you got, you got, you got. Man of Steel, Mike Verna, talent in the indestructible Joe Tell, and a mystery tag team partner taking on the A-listers. And in the main event, we are you going got. to see, I changed it up, but you added it in there, the Devil's Outlaw, Stockade, defending his championship against the product, David Starr. Yeah. It's definitely a good, going to be a good event. I'm happy to see J.T. Kaysen going for that Fusion Championship yeah. against Joe Gacy. I'm happy to see Kaysen after uh, finally getting his revenge on Braden Knight and T.J. Marconi. Hopefully they uh, keep their noses clean during this. But entire event looks stacked. Everyone should get out there on Saturday, Deer Park, New York, on Long Island. Visit nywcwrestling.com for, for, uh, for more information or check out their Twitter page, um, NYWC Wrestling, and enjoy the show. Yeah, I feel like we should say regardless, that's one. Purchase um, our t-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash marking out. Um, you have TNA Slammiversary upcoming with Kurt Angle on the cover, yet he, on the poster, yet he's not wrestling anymore on the actual pay-per-view yeah. or whatever. Oh. I don't understand what happened there. I, they pulled him versus EC3 to, I think, just a normal taping. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah. and uh, so. I mean, But, hey, you guys got to see Jesse Goddard versus Rob E, so that's yeah, something there you to look go. forward to. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they announced that the King of the Mountain match will be back. Yeah, with nobody announced yet for that match. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's five five competitors competing for... I believe it would be the X Division Championship, probably. I don't even remember what the King of the Mountain match looks like. It, you have the Wolves versus the Dirty Heels. It's the, what is it, the the pinfall submission, and then they, they, there's a penalty box. Oh, that match was I, super out there. I barely remember. Yeah, it was super but, out there. The last time I think we saw it was maybe 2009 or something, maybe like that. But you have that tag team match uh, for the vacant TNA Tag Team Championship. Yeah, between the Wolves, Davey Richards, and Eddie Edwards, as if I had to even say that, taking on I the just Dirty. Said that. What? I said who, who was in the match already. Did you? Yeah. Oh. But you also have Whoops. the champion, uh, the Knockouts champion, Taryn Terrell versus Awesome Kong and Brooke. Yeah, that's going to be a three way match for the Knockouts Championship. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was going to do it again, but. Whatever. And uh, James Storm taking on Magnus. That that was a pointless match. That's, I still can't believe that angle happened. Yeah. We, we, so. want, we want things to happen for TNA. We don't like the wrestling business to die. Yeah. About that. Um, but there's only so much you can do when uh, you're run by someone that doesn't really know the business of pro wrestling and thinks that she does. Yeah. But whatever, what do we know? We're just two fans. Um, all right, that is all the pro wrestling talk that we have. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Uh, thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jasmine at Reverse Adam Saj and John at Mr. John Foss. Thank you very much. Also, go check out Team Awesome. Good old Lorenzo. 
Uh, go follow them on Twitter at TeamAwesome418. And on Facebook, go like them, facebook.com slash TeamAwesome418. Also, as I mentioned before, go check out that little documentary, that YouTube video that was uploaded by John Carlo. Uh, you can go watch it. It features Mick Foley, Kurt Hawkins, well, Brian Myers, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, you got Joey Janela, Tomatonga, everybody from that JCW show featured in this, uh, in this little uh, YouTube video. Go watch it. It's awesome. Well worth your time. You're, you're not going to give a shameless plug to Seamus or – yeah, I think we mentioned him a good amount on this episode. But yeah, Brandon, shout-outs? Listen to Brandon's shout-outs, because when there are shout-outs, <laughs> there's honey. Summer is happening, which means it's time to start up the B to the G summer tour. What was the tagline? All fisting, no fury? Something like that. And the first stop, even though it was before summer, was Third Eye Blind at Jones Beach. It was a nice, nice concert. All right. I thought they were great. It was pretty cool to hear some songs that you know from a childhood. Uh, next stop of the tour that earned some shout-outs was for Train. They were with The Fray and Matt Nathanson. I gotta say, Train killed it. And if they ever come to your town and you're a fan of Train, go see them. Maybe even if you're not a fan of Train, go see them because that was like a mind-blowing concert. That was a really good concert. And last up goes to Barry Manilow. Uh, I saw him on Wednesday, which was his 72nd birthday. It was a good show. And I think it was better this time than I, last time when I saw him at the Nassau Coliseum. And uh, it's cool. Definitely go out there. Go look at the music. Go, go check out local concerts. Why not? And Why that's not? Time. Hey, I guess Vicky Guerrero got engaged. Really? Good for her. Yeah, congratulations there. Yeah. Uh, there was another wrestling-related thing that I was going to mention, but I forgot all about it. Tyson Kidd with his neck brace. Pictures are finally coming out with him supporting that. Sporting that? Sporting it? Sporting. Sporting? Yeah. I never get that. I don't understand why it's sporting. It's a verb. Yeah. I guess. All right. It's time for our joining. <laughs> Mark out moment of the week. Has to go to that Cesaro Owens match because it was amazing. I mean, that's not taking anything away from what we also would think is a match of the year candidate from Kevin Owens versus John Cena. But like I said before, with things being refreshing, Kevin Owens versus Cesaro was really refreshing to see. And I'm happy that that match took place. It's nice to see that, well, I mean, it sucks that Tyson Kidd is injured, but it's nice to see that with Cesaro, with Tyson Kidd being injured, Cesaro can still be used and puts on one hell of a match. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's our Mark I'm on the week. That's our show this week, folks. Marking out 228. You can follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. Follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Follow Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRape underscore MO. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Marking Out. Just browse it. Read the blurb. If you like it, share it. Maybe purchase a t-shirt. 
Thank you if you purchase a T-shirt. Uh, definitely purchase a T-shirt. Yeah, definitely purchase a T-shirt. Do you think that you'll never wear wear the T-shirt? Oh, crap. Buy it. Yeah, because everybody who will buy it will wear one. Yes, for sure. And um, go back, listen to past episodes, markingout.com. You can leave questions and comments for us, and we will answer and read them all on the show. And we wish you, you the, the best. What? The. the you really got to do that together with me? Yeah. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a great week. Make a random animal noise right now. We at Marking Out would like to wish all the fathers a happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Uh, and just uh, remind everybody, don't drink and drive. It's a holiday that I guess people will be taking part in the consumption of alcohol. Yeah, and, so do not drink and drive. Yeah, unless the drinking, of course, is on the golf course and the driving, of course, is the... I don't know what golf terminology. I know driving is a thing in golf. I don't know what that is, but... And don't forget to go on Twitter and tweet to Chris at Chris Swindog and wish him a happy Father's Day. Yeah. So, everyone, happy Father's Day.